sexes, he's, she's, everything in between. It's Pride Weekend. We're proud of you. We're proud of us. It's Watchers the Plus. We're trying to be inclusive around here. And that's why I got my man Moe's coming at you on the ones and twos. How you doing, Moe's? Oh, and I'm Sam Adams. Maybe I should say that too. Yeah, you are <laughs> Sam Adams. I'm Phil, I'm, I'm Phil Moe's like, otherwise known as Moe's. And uh, yeah, so my, uh, my Pride Weekend was uh, watching the inclusiveness of Jake Paul not getting knocked out like he should have been as I pirated a stream by with, with um, Floyd Mayweather uh, doing what he should have done and completely taking this guy out. Who knows? You know, I got to just say, you know, boxing is a fickle sport and uh, I'm glad I didn't pay for it because I only pay $50 when it comes to AEW and watching wrestling. So that's, that's, that's my vice, but uh, my other vice is, you know, every once in a while I like to pirate things. And that's why this week we're brought to you by ExpressVPN. Just kidding. Yes, yeah, so right. NordVPN, <laughs> so that you can say that you are from Guadalupe. I wish we had an offer code. <laughs> that's it's a WOTP, I think. Yeah, I spent my weekend uh, watching my Giants are in first place in all of baseball for some reason, and uh, you know, catching up on a few things. I got to watch a couple episodes of the new Netflix uh, phenomenon. Sweet Tooth. I don't know if it's that big a deal, but it seems like people are enjoying it. People keep talking to me about the Sweet Tooth. So you you watched a few episodes, one episode, or are we getting a dump? I'm, I'm, I'm two in. So yeah, it's Netflix. So they released all eight. Um, I didn't want to. I'm slow burning this one because I could tell. Oh, because you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and as much as it really does do that Netflix thing where it's like something happens towards the end of the episode and you're like, what's going to happen next? And you really want to watch the next one. But it, it's it's a bigger uh, series than I thought. I mean, you think it's just surrounding this little boy that has antlers and I don't want to get too much into it. There's it, it, it might be a little triggering for some people because there's a virus and it kills a lot of people. And also oh, the virus these... is over sam it's okay yeah. you can you can talk about those things now apparently it's it's all it was all you know it, it's all it's all all over with just just rooting for everybody to get those shots so that, that's right you know I, I i'm very happy to be a work from home employee because i would be given the stink eye to the one person that was scared to get it and i had to wear a mask at the office and be like there you go so, just go to the fairgrounds <laughs> so was it is I mean, it was funny off air. You had said this is a DC property, nothing, something that I'm familiar with at all. But I know that there's been a lot of buzz around it, both kind of, I wouldn't say positive and negative. It's just been like, there's just been a lot of juice around it. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that Netflix pumped a lot of advertising dollars into it, kind of seeing like, oh, I think we've got something special on our hands. And two episodes in, I'm, I'm into it. Um, I was a little annoyed by the kid in the first episode, but I also realized he's supposed to be an annoying kid that doesn't understand the world. Um, you know, mild spoilers, but I mean, like I said, if there's a virus, this this sweet tooth kid is raised kind of in isolation by his dad because his dad 
kind of cut himself off from society and you know everything he knows is basically what his dad taught him and now he's kind of going out into the world and so it's you know he's a, he's a little naive and annoying the first episode but it's you know obviously kids can be that way when they don't understand how the world works you know they you have they have to learn so um so two episodes in, I'm I'm very intrigued. I, I and it's not just you know they're not just showing what this kid's adventures. You know you're following a doctor who was working on the virus when it all started, and you're following a psychiatrist who uh, decided to go live in a zoo when this all started. You know, so it's there's different characters, and it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm interested to see how all these three different character stories kind of converge by the time gotcha. it gets to the end. So, and it, it, you know, they keep kind of, it's a new world. So it's not just everything's the same as every other post-apocalyptic kind of scenario. There's, there's still structure and there's still electricity and for some people, you know, just, so it's very interesting. I, I, I can't wait to see where this goes. So, and like I was telling so you, this before, is, this is non-superhero stuff, right? No, yeah, it's basically just there. The, the two the two things of it is there was a virus that killed a lot of people, and at the same time, all of a sudden, these these human animal hybrids started being born. Where it was like a little a little girl with a pig nose, or a oh, little gosh. boy with like are, are, are you, wings. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> human animal hybrids. What are, are we, Alex Jones? Now, oh, you know, they warned us that if we legalize, I mean, we, marriage, they, it's <laughs> apparently happening. <laughs> So they're they're just indoctrinating us slowly. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Now maybe this is the other way that this they're, they're, this is a reality where they they legalized everything a little too quickly. <laughs> All right. Okay. So okay. They, and it's they don't really place any blame on anything. They kind of they even oh, says of course the, no one's to blame. Well, it even says in the narration like nobody knows what arrived first if it was the virus or the hybrids or if they had anything to do with one another. So I have a feeling that's a mystery that we'll learn more about as the show goes on. But I. Two episodes in, I'd say give it a shot. It's interesting. It's it's not a there hasn't been a ton of action or anything. It's mostly kind of characters and short episodes. One no, hour, they're episodes? an hour. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So and it, it looks good. It looks movie quality. I, I you know he you it doesn't look like he's wearing just antlers on a you know headband. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so well i did i did a little bit of netflix as well i mean i i didn't do a whole lot of watching over the past couple of weeks um uh just you know full disclosure uh work is busy life is busy and i am reduced down to looking at my world in cardboard boxes so i did decide to i and i don't really know why i i thought this was an older um documentary but i don't think it is but it's the last blockbuster i i think it's only a year old if that like maybe yeah. it, maybe it came out this calendar year but it's not you're right it's not a very old so we'll, we'll we'll call this a hidden gem perhaps maybe um i watched it with my daughters who are 14 so just doing the math right there they first of all they got to see vhs cassettes and so hard. I feel like it's going to be so difficult for people of our age to explain to our kids how, just the excitement of we're going to the movie store. You're going to run in there, like, especially if you got there early and you knew some of the, the Friday new releases might be mm-hmm. there still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and even just be excited to rent a movie that you've seen 10 times. <laughs> be like, oh, I hope T2 is there. <laughs> well, you remember, like, 
you know, yeah. I, and going to the store and, I, and not knowing what would be available to take and, and home. Everything that you're talking about, everything that you're talking about is touched on in, in, inside of this documentary. And I, and I, and I really, for people of a certain age, I think, I think you will, you will say to yourself, wow, I really kind of, in some ways wish we did have that. Now I kind of do remember there was a flip side to that coin, which was everything's rented and I'm ended up getting something that I really don't want to get. Mm-hmm. And people don't remember the negative. They like to remember, you know, the glossy positive of the, of the whole thing, of the experience. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, it, my girls have no understanding of, of, of a renting of movies other than, oh, it's on Prime. Oh, I've got to rent this, which means we got to use dad's credit card in order to stream this. You know, it's, we have to get it's permission a, to watch this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, it, um, there's a lot of very interesting talent. Kevin Smith is in it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, what was um, uh, getting high with day? Um, Doug Benson. Day? Doug Benson. Getting mm-hmm. high with Doug. Uh, Doug Benson is a big part of it. But you know, it is a very much a nostalgia flick. And by the way, the last um, blockbuster is in Bend, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I've had that on my queue, and I haven't watched it yet. And I I think I've watched maybe the first couple of minutes and just wasn't into it. But I I knew that I was going to come back to it because I I think very much in the same way you do. Like, I don't wish that I could go back to that lifestyle, but I do kind of look at it fondly, just yeah. remembering how excited that trip to the movie store was and how you'd be bummed out if you didn't go and they came back and they're like, oh, they didn't have this. We got this. You're like, you got what? <laughs> well, it's like, just it's like how when big a deal it was thing. to have, yeah. or just how big a deal it was to have a copy of something your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and even, I mean, that's coming from someone whose family had a black box that we ordered from Texas. And so we got all the pay-per-view channels for free and we would tape movies all the time. So we always had a, just a closet full of bootleg versions of, you know, I don't know. Police you name, Academy. You name it from the nineties and, yeah. <laughs> you know, Oh yeah. I mean, or, my mom had to tape over uh, Billy Madison and Friday because me and my stepbrothers watched it too much and she didn't want to see it anymore. <laughs> I mean, there's, there, and, and, you know, it's funny because there is that touchstone uh, in the film where the idea of the tangible product, you know, it's like the same way we're seeing, um records kind of make their way back into a mainstream is that you know that there's some sort of uh having a tangibleness to this ethereal thing that we are you know being captivated by you know everything that we see is you know we see it yeah we can we can we can we can recall it anytime we want but you know at the end of the day you know, I was just packing up uh, a bunch of CDs and I realized I had a whole nother box, which actually there was a twofold. One is, oh crap, I have a whole nother box of CDs. <laughs> but then the other one was like, oh my goodness, I have a whole nother box of CDs. And to be able to, you know, go through those and, you know, it's the idea, you know, it, 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 they create these milestones, I think, in my mind of, where was I when I bought that? Like, I remember I bought actually 
this CD and this CD at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally know what you mean. I, I used probably my version of that would be my old DVD collection. I mean, at one point sure. I had 200 ish DVDs and I could tell you that my first two were Caddyshack and, um, Oh, what was the, it? Was a serious movie, I think, um, but I can't. Oh, Shawshank Redemption, I think, were the two first DVDs I bought. Um, and my first was DVD I, was Fight Club. Yeah, when I first got my first PlayStation Two, I think is what played DVDs for the first time. So oh no, like, I'm sorry. My first DVD was actually with my first iMac, which was um, an Ant's Life, <laughs> because that came with it. Yeah, so I mean, and I it got to where by phase three of the Marvel movies, I was basically only buying those Blu-rays. And then it got to where I could put everything on online and put it on Plex. I, I burned everything and then ended up selling them. And I, yeah, I just, I couldn't see going back to that to like going and purchasing. Well, I, and, and you know, it's crazy. It's like I barely have any Blu-rays. I mean, my Blu-ray collection is, is very small because at that point there was that, there, there was that point at which, you know, like, you know, ripping Blu-rays was an entirely different kind of process. Yeah, and, like, I, and I, had, I had those capabilities, but at the same time, like, I found myself, uh, you know, like, buying these Marvel movies, ripping them onto Plex, and then watching them on Netflix. And I was kind of perplexed. as like, what am I doing here? Like, I guess I should just actually use these. And especially with uh, Disney Plus now, where they're all on there, they're all in 4K looking banging. Like, it's just like, why not just watch it on there? And like I said, I still have copies of those things on my Plex, but I just, I don't feel the need to run out and buy the, or rent something and burn it and put it on there anymore. Cause I'm like, eh, it'll be on one of these one of these amazing amount of services that we all have. Well, and, and, you know, that, that's actually a good parlay is that, you know, and, 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 or I should say segue is that, you know, all of these IPs are all being rented by different groups. Like what 007 is now owned by who they just, it just, got Amazon. Bought, but, but it's, but yeah, but it's, it's actually, you know, being rented, you know, I mean, it's, it's a licensing deal. Yeah, and it's weird because, like, talking about Sweet Tooth earlier, Sweet Tooth is a DC property, which is owned by Warner Brothers. At the beginning of the show, it says it, Warner Brothers pops up on there, so they must have produced it, I assume. I'm not 100% with the, the lingo there. So but, you would, but now you would think it should be HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, so you would think, oh, here's a perfect HBO Max release, and yet they sold it to Netflix. So I, I think that that whole HBO thing is in a weird state of flux right now because, you know, they were getting run by AT&T, and now they've been sold off to Discovery, and now it's kind of like maybe they're just in a – be as profitable as possible so that's why they sold it off to netflix but the weird thing is every time i see a new movie coming out it's in theaters and simultaneously going to be on hbo max mm-hmm. so although they're HBO going they're going to drop that before the end of the year already because i know that the the guy that made oh, dune, really i know the guy that made dune was pissed when they said it was going to be on uh hbo max and i think they've had to negotiate with him to like either shorten up the theatrical window, but I mean, I don't know. A Quiet Place 2 is doing well after last weekend. Um, you know, I you went, went saw go, it. You went to go see it in the theater. Yeah, my first, uh, it, I, I admit, I got a little emotional buying the tickets because I was like, I, I looked over at Katie and I said, we haven't gone to go see a movie in the theaters together since February of 2020 when we went and saw Stupid 
Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Harley. Yeah, I'm Quinn. sorry. Yeah, a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> Harley Quinn was great in it, per usual, but that's that was that will not save you. <laughs> so I, I figured it'd been about 16 months since we'd been able to sit on the couch, go, "Hey, that movie's out. Do you want to go see it? Let's buy a ticket. Let's go." And we just got to go to the movie theater, and it was wonderful. I mean, <laughs> we snuck stuff in. Bought a popcorn just to of make sure to support did. the uh, yeah. locals and uh, a quiet place too. two thumbs up. I was on the edge of my seat for half the movie. Um, oh, really? Suspense. Yeah. I mean, you're on, you know, it's suspenseful. I mean, the first, the first one was very, very good. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, when I say very, very good, I've never rewatched it. So I'm not sure why the exactly it is. I think maybe it took a lot out of me. And it's like, you got to be, you got to be ready for it. You got to be I wanting mean, it. You, you, you have to watch characters die. That is sad. I mean, it's not, it's not the most uplifting movie in the world. It ends on a positive note, but so it pick, you know, picks up pretty much right after the last movie expands the world. You get to meet some new characters. You get to see what other people are doing to survive. Um, and it really just kind of leaves you wanting more. Like I, I was totally like ready for, a Quiet Place 3, I guess it's, they're getting a spinoff that's going to come out in 2023 already. I don't know if it's going to be a direct sequel to this one or a spinoff with somebody else. Um, but everybody in this is or it's fantastically acted, directed, written, whatever. I, I really liked it. Everybody was good in it. Give me more. It, did, now Except they're going to need to take a break for his future Marvel cameos when he starts Apparently, showing up. You would think, yeah. I mean, you can't have, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't have Reed Richards doing everything. Yeah. So I've got, I, I just wonder what Feige's thinking. With I so thing. hope, it's, I so hope that they don't do it just to piss everyone off. Well, and I, I heard that now I'm stealing this from uh, fat man beyond. They did this in a question one time, a Q and a one time, but part of me would love if they just went all the way with it and uh, really pissed off the people that don't like it when uh, you change the race of a character and made Marvel's first family uh, a different, like, like either African Americans or Latinos or something like that, just just to get people riled up and just be like, "Oh hey. gosh, I, I don't." I I think <laughs> I think we've got to be really careful now. What if Denzel them. wants to be Mister Fantastic? Are you going to tell him no? Okay, look. <laughs> Now, now, now you're reaching into some some very soft spots into my heart. So, if Denzel wants to do it, ah, crap. <laughs> Maybe. See, that's what I mean. It's like you never know. But uh, you know, a younger Jamie Fox would have been a great Johnny Storm, but he's too old now. What? Oh, you want- any any given Sunday, Jamie Fox as Johnny Storm. Done. Okay. Yeah, I take that. <laughs> I take that. I don't know. I, you know, I, obviously it's going to happen, but you know, I, I just it would it would just be hilarious to me to watch everybody lose lose everything that there is uh, just because of that. But yeah. I, then again, there are there are some things I say. You know, like you know, it's okay to let canon be canon. So don't do it just do it do it for the right reasons and do it because they're the right the best people that we that we have i'm okay with it um speaking of 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 funny and and interesting things you know with we finished modok 
and we only talked about basically the first half of Modoc. And we're, I don't think we have to go go through the the, the whole second half of Modoc, but I know that some people seems on like the internet. Of course, there's always going to be you know the the just kind of shit lords, um, if you will. But that had a real problem with the ending of Modoc, and I didn't have a problem with it at all. In fact, I found it to be probably the most like um interesting ending of well wandavision or falcon and the winter soldier it's like wow we have something to leap from how about this i'll I'll throw it i'll throw a a curveball at you throw it he was trying to be liz lemon he was trying to have the family and the career he's trying to have it all I mean, he thought he could have. He thought he could make the perfect world and somehow figure out a way. Who to, who would have thought like Modoc would be would be, would be the family, the really the family centric, like story of the Marvel universe? Yeah, I mean, it really is a family comedy with a goofus dad. It, it's it's silly how much that turns out to be that and it's funny because i don't feel like the show always knows that's what it is there's some episodes of just modok doing his own thing that's yeah. like kind of disconnected from the main narrative of you know i want to get my kids back <laughs> yeah well um, but, but the idea of like you know you know and especially i think it really introduces in a in in a in a broader stroke the idea of what is it actually like to have multiverses and like, how does that work? Because if you have your younger self who has special abilities that's kind of diverged out and comes back to haunt you and basically show you what you could accomplish, you know, it's the same way in which uh, when Dr. Strange says there's only one way this goes down correctly. Well, this kid says the same exact thing, except it's everything that you want, but it's absolutely everything that you don't want because you have to forego everything you love in order to get that one thing. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, Modoc wins at the end, but at the price of everything. Yeah, like at the price of his happiness, because he looks yeah. miserable. And so even though he's accomplished his quote-unquote life goal, and maybe it's something to say about how your priorities change as you get older, you know, when you're Very 20, much so. when you're 20, maybe, you know, being part of like, you know, a company or a, a team or something is the most important thing in the world. And then when you get older and you have kids and you realize that's not the end of the world. And the, oh gosh. Well, I remember when I was a teacher and I had, and I had no family, my, my life was teaching. <clears throat> I, I think about my job now, what would that, my job be like if I didn't have a family at all? Like how absolutely nose in would I be and how much more could I accomplish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, I'm, I'm happy that I made a career change when I was single and could afford to take a step back in salary to do what I wanted to do. Cause now it's paying off and it's, you know, something that you can fall, you know, it's not, you, you feel more comfortable in your position as opposed to doing something that you're not sure if you even like doing it and, <laughs> how good you well, are you, you get roped in it you know i think about this you know i you know just to be you know let's you know get involved in moses life for a minute you know i'm actually taking you know i'm going remote i'm getting out of the bay area i'm taking a salary cut well why 
you know, I brought my family out here to get, you know, a lot of a cultural enrichment. Well, I'm not going to crap on California, except that cultural enrichment, there's a price to be paid for it. So in one sense, I won because I was able to, to capitalize and, and get involved in a company that I really appreciate and really love. But they're now affording the, 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 the ability to go back and not only just for my family, but, you know, I, you know, my mom is getting up there and she doesn't have my father anymore. And so in a sense, I win, I lose, but I win. And, and that's sometimes like, that's, it's hard to accept that sometimes, but like you, like it's, it's winning wars, not battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been recently deemed work from home too. And it's, it's nice because you know, I have the flexibility to make sure that you know, our dogs are taken care of. Okay. Well, my fiance goes out and she, she's kind of doing her, her new career now. And so, no, I totally, and it, it's funny now, just the fact that Modoc has, had to bring it back home inspired well, yeah. this conversation because i know i ended the show texting you like is uh, there's like there's a great line from the first episode where he says is modok good businessman and i kind of was thinking is modok good and i it's not my favorite thing but would i say don't watch it no it's it's funny in parts it's I think like that night where he goes out and makes friends with other lame supervillains is pretty funny. And, and um, you know, there's, but I mean, it's, it's weird that this show seems to have gotten us to, to think about things a little bit more than your run of the mill. See, Sam, I, I'd go on record to say that uh, this is hard. There are, you know, I remember comics teaching me not life lessons, but like, lessons in general it wasn't always about the story of this guy beats up this guy there was there was the the stories that interest me were stories that i could relate to and and but that's always what it's always been is that if a story doesn't relate then what's the point yeah and and it's and it's funny seeing um you know, Patton Oswald obviously had a hand in making the show and it's about balancing your career aspirations with your family time and, you know, knowing what happened with his wife or maybe both of them were a little too involved in their careers and not spending a lot of time together. And then she passed away very much. And now he's taking care of the daughter of their daughter and still working, obviously, but um, maybe not as crazily as he was when he was doing stand up and shows and all these other, you know, doing too because it's if, if you see that documentary about the golden state killer that his wife yeah i, I watched that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great hbo thing if and that that all consumed her mm-hmm. and you know it may have it may have led to her passing away in some aspects you know so um it's interesting you know kind of the same thing as like Zack snyder and his last two films seeing this and seeing what you know kind of what the artist is personally bringing through it from their experiences um you know, kind of, it's kind of the same way I, I mentioned that watching Ted Lasso, knowing that Jason Sudeikis was going through a divorce, gave like gave me a whole different yeah, perspective. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I it's funny because I um I think I'm ready to go on record to say that Modoc really is the best Marvel TV show uh of of the of of 2020, 20 and 21. I, I can't. I don't want to knock Daredevil. I can't. Yeah, I, I, was I say, put, you couldn't yeah, knock Daredevil off its perch. Well, I was yeah. like, yeah. I mean, like, dude, I, I know where my I know where my my bread's buttered. Um, mm-hmm. 
Um, but, but I gotta say that maybe it's the most, one of the most thought provoking. And I think if you don't get Modoc, I think the reason is because you came into it at the wrong angle. And I don't think that there is a right angle to come into, but I don't think if you, if you go through Modoc and you don't feel something or like you don't like see the change, then I think you've missed something. I think you were, you were, you were expecting something else. And I don't think anything, I don't think it would, it would have ever made you, I don't think you were ever going to get anything out of it. Yeah. I I would say that's the reason I kind of was like, is this good or not is because I came in expecting something right different a hundred percent i get it i I was coming in expecting you know slaps references out the ass you know hilarious you know quick cursing and all this kind of stuff robot robot chicken crude humor and it it was really a little more tame robot chicken of just like the sometimes the jokes are more slapsticky and you know i did love sam richardson became i felt was kind of underutilized in the first half, it became more of a character in the second half doing whatever he could to help Modoc. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I think that there's, you, you thought that the show was about certain things at some points and then it kind of, some of those things fizzled away and then you realize it really is kind of a family comedy. And so I don't know if they'll do another season. I think it's a good, it could very well be a one and done. Um, I but think it's a mistake. I think it would, I think they are, I really think that it's worth doing the second season for you know, do I think that WandaVision deserves or do what I want to see a second season? I don't know. I, I see, honestly, I see WandaVision and Falcon and winter winter soldier um, as um, bridges mm-hmm. and these little kind of strings to other things yeah i I don't think wandavision was ever meant to be anything other than like a lead-in to doctor strange and introduce new kind of aspects of reality to the mcu um and i don't know if falcon and the winter soldier is supposed to be leading into a captain america four down i mean that's the purports is that yeah mackie's going to do it captain america four and there's still reports that chris evans is going to do something captain america down the line too but that's that just tells me that all those easter eggs from cap and the winter soldier um were tells me that he's still alive out there because there's just it's mentioned too many times and never answered for it not to be an easter egg of like i mean maybe he's on the moon He's on the moon hanging out with Uatu. Who knows? Waiting for the waiting for Nick Fury to get back from. Well, that's where we live. We live on the moon. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the uh, yeah. So just uh, you know, and the thing is, when I think about like you know, especially the delays with like you know, with with, it feels like all I hear about is Multiverse of Madness, and that one is coming out the latest. Well, yeah, I mean, it feels like that one should be the one that's that's out in July, and, and I think it's going to be two years since yeah. our last Marvel movie, technically. Which, oh god, it's felt like it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, we get Black Widow again. I don't know. I I, I can't remember exactly when. I, I know July eighth. Okay, okay, and we do get Loki coming out next week. Yep, next Wednesday. So we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about that, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
I've, I've to, also have to shift our recording schedule so that we can do that. Maybe do it on like Fridays or something. Okay. So that we can, we're not too far behind the eight ball with, uh, Oh, you mean you don't, you don't, you don't want to do like the, the first episode, like two weeks after it actually airs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm, that's, I'm always, uh, I'm always remiss to be too far behind the, the internet on those things. Cause then people, people are already, uh, dissecting the trailer for the next episode by then. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, well, and you know, somebody was actually like, I, I think I got some like little bitching and convetching about, um, that they weren't going to dump at all. I was like, yeah, that's not a bad thing. Like, oh, it's, it's the way to go. I mean, think about the conversation that's been generated by the, by Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, yeah, Mandalorian, Invincible, The Boys. And then, you know, look at now where something like Sweet Tooth is getting a little bit of traction, but people aren't blowing it up. And obviously nobody loved that stupid Jupiter's Legacy show because Netflix, like, I've never seen Netflix cancel something so quick. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, oh, I mean, two weeks I, out. I, that that, that passed over my, my, my radar. And I was like, I don't think this is something I want to see. Well, I wanted to give it a try just because I always am hearing about Mark. Mark Miller is this comic kind of writing genius or whatever. Okay. He's, he's done a lot. I, I know that Netflix basically paid a lot for his entire catalog of everything that he owned and i think he's done some marvel and dc writing as well but he's he's got kind of a prolific miller verse i think they call it um and so i knew that he was well respected and so i tried to give it a shot and it just it felt like fake rubbery suits from cwe i mean nicer maybe because god they spent 200 million dollars on eight episodes so it's not like they didn't spend the money so I just, and I just, I, I watched maybe 10, 20 minutes of it and just was checking my phone and couldn't get into it. And I was like, man, maybe I'll come back to this. And I, I didn't hear any podcast where anybody was blowing it, talking about how good it was or anything. So it just kind of, you know, when there's so many options, if it's not something that's going to knock your socks off, like what the heck? And they, they obviously realized that it wasn't getting any kind of traction either. So they got dumped quick. You know, and it, well, it's funny, you know, I, I was, you know, just, believe me I, I i i understand that we did 18 months in prison and basically no one wanted to no one could do necessarily anything but like like for as an example shazam 2 like i enjoyed that that film more than most dc films mm-hmm. but i'm like you're really you're gonna do this now it feels like it feels like it, it's like, and, and, and all I hear is black Adam and we're going to get the rock, which, okay. I'm a wrestling fan, but I, I'm going to be honest with you that that doesn't excite me as much as you might think. Like, well, and it, it, it'd be cool if you found out the rock was going to be the next like bad guy in Shazam too. And you're like, okay, now you're building to something. We're getting, we're getting these two ready to face off. But instead, we're getting, oh, no, he's going to have his own movie. And then maybe, the like, I feel like Warner Brothers really just, I, I hate to constantly shit on them, but they've been, they've been so bleh lately. <laughs> um, they, they constantly are just not really bringing the thunder with the, I mean, look at, they let Sweet Tooth go to Netflix. And then well, they, let me just tell you, they the, take the, forever the, the, to make sequels to movies that are successful. Like the, Marvel, the best thing that they've done is Doom Patrol, in my opinion. 
is, is I one, still, I'm, just, I'm writing that down because I know okay. you've told me to watch that. Uh, okay, look, I didn't, I didn't know anything about Doom Patrol, um, but the. I used to use the term Doom Patrol a lot. Like I'd be like, yo, let's go out with the Doom Patrol, you know, or be like, you know, tonight we ride, we're the Doom Patrol. And like it, that, the, the name in itself was very interesting to me. That, that is neither here nor there. However, I feel like, like that's a property that they should have been cultivating a lot of. They had it on HBO Max. It was not necessarily a reason to get HBO Max, but it certainly wasn't a reason to get that whole DC streaming service. But yeah, I knew but that I'm, was I'm, the, I'm telling the you, tip of the and they have there. not. They their season three, they have good cliffhangers and nothing. Nothing has happened, and I haven't heard jack squat. Hmm. And it's, yeah, I, mean, and I know, it's I know that anybody that watches it has pretty good things to say about it. So um, Brandon yeah, I, Frazier in basically a well i mean he does have some facetime in it but for the most part he's a voiceover but you know the guy like literally this this is probably the best thing that he's done oh that's that's high praise so i mean well i mean actually it's not praise at all i mean i what are we talking about he's had a lot of bad movies yeah the mummy uh encino man i mean we're we're this isn't I'm not I'm not airheads. I mean, it, it, the guy's not stellarific. However, I believe this is the the vehicle and it's because of the way the characters are written. And you want to talk about, you know, Pride and Diversity Week. Holy hell. Doom Patrol has it all and they have fucked it. I mean, uh, literally. I mean, so has the third season dropped? No, I haven't heard I, now, honestly, as I as I pour my pour my uh, my Coors Light, I have not gone out to research it. You're about to right now, as I can tell, um, and I don't. I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know where they we just are wrapped. Here. They just wrapped season three filming. Very nice. And let's see, uh, release date. It's one of these long articles. It's going to say it somewhere. I mean, September twenty third. Okay. So yeah, well that's that kind of leads us into some other stuff we were going to talk about too. Is like you said, we have Loki next week, so yeah. we'll be talking about that soon. Um, and Black is Black Widow coming out on Disney Plus Premium. Wait, when I say Loki is next week, that mean I mean Loki is Wednesday, like this Wednesday, this week. So it's coming up. So yeah, I'm excited right. about that. I mean, there's. I've been trying not to read too many rumors about what is going on. Um, I've seen a few story rumors from a couple YouTubers. But, you know, it's going to be alternate realities. So I I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, like I said, I've read a few, but I mean, it's alternate realities. So really anything can happen. Um, So I I like Owen Wilson. So, you know, screw it. He seems great in it. Um, Yeah, I'm just and and, and, uh, quite honestly, in my mind. It looks, and I'm not sure about this at all. Again, I'm, I'm basing this all on the visuals that I've seen. First of all, it's a completely new experience that we've never seen before, but it looked like the Living Tribunal was part of it. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure if that, was, if that was him or not. Um, I know they mentioned his, 
the living tribunal staff in yeah dr strange so right i think living they're, they're, tribunal I think they're gonna be cool. getting weird i, I yeah. think they're not afraid to expand it and get a little weird here i mean we're getting eternals i mean did, we didn't yeah. even get a chance to really talk about that trailer i, I thought it looked great but i don't, I, I don't like know I, what i saw there i, I i'm yeah I'm, i don't know anything else about the eternals that i didn't kind of already know they're old and that, they've been around if you if you had changed the music to that mm-hmm. or like if you didn't call it the eternals or make it a marvel thing I, I wouldn't know that it was about superheroes. Hey, I, yeah, you know what? Not if I didn't know that was a Marvel thing, I don't know that I'd want to see it from that trailer. That's where I'm. That's where I'm kind of heading with that. And yeah. I'm not again, not downplaying it and, and mm-hmm. crapping on. It. I'm just like, I don't know where this fits. Oh, and, and this, this was my least cool excited stuff. like stretch of movies this year. Yeah. This this year, I mean, because last year we were only supposed to get Black Widow and Eternals, and I was like, oh, what a what a down year after Endgame to only get those two movies. And now it's like, I can't wait for those. And we're going to get Shang-Chi. And then I'm excited for us to get our first look at the Spider-Man teaser here pretty soon. I think in the next, they keep coming out with rumors that we're going to get some sort of first look or something like that. So I'm wondering just how much they're going to reveal. If Sony has, I think Sony has, uh, has final say in the trailer. So, you know, they like to, well, and we do like know to put as much there, shit in pot as it is possible. Well, and let there be, let there be carnage is 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 due at some at some level. I can't remember when 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 Venom Two is coming out. Now, again, I know that I am not in the majority of people who liked Venom, um, but I did. I you know, and I'll go on record saying it's 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 an it's a B movie that worked for me, and it had the right people involved but it did have some wig issues and, and, and whatnot. But, you know, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love it. I, I just, no, 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 no. I'm not telling you, you have to love it. Yeah. I, I, I certainly wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, I, I guess, I mean, I guess it should be kind of goofy. It's a guy with an alien living in him and, you know, but the, have- but the alien itself is badass. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's like, it's like I, you know what I, I, I will I, say this. He to be a good ghostwriter, pretty good. Um, I just I never liked it. I just never liked that he didn't have the logo on the front. Like it just that part. Drives I get me it. Nuts for I some get reason. it. Just, maybe that'll maybe that'll happen. Maybe well, who knows? But the, the the you know the the I think the interesting thing with with Venom and and these kind of characters, you know, it's like I that I I I'm attracted to them. Is you know they look freaking cool ghost rider punisher venom all these characters just look super hot awesome yeah and i I guess that's part of it too is that uh he plays such a weird eddie brock and in the comics i always thought eddie brock was like a big bully kind of looking guy and instead he's this like he's a journalist san francisco yeah yeah. i don't know well it's just it's just weird stuff like there's that part where you see the lab on the side of the the hills i know bay, i draw I, you know and it and just I couldn't look so many faker. times look, just, i know <laughs> it's like I, I know you guys spent some money on this movie come on i know I, I i spent daily driving you know riding on golden gate transit across the golden gate and i was like mm-hmm. eh, that's not exactly correct it doesn't just it you know i i get it but i don't get it like that would be the worst place to put something yeah, it's you know it's right there with uh, Alcatraz being the research facility in X Men: The Last Stand. You know, <laughs> and then but then moving the bridge over there. <laughs> that yeah. looked better. That looked better. 
you know, you did put in the notes some premiere dates and whatnot and things things to, to kind of look forward to. Yeah. And um, I think we've talked about this a little bit. Like you you have you watched what we do in the shadows? Oh, I love it. Okay, so I, I've almost bought a Jackie Daytona where do we, human where bartender t shirt. Uh, Hulu, Hulu or FX on Hulu will will show the uh, that and they'll they'll these things will, all these things will be there the day after it airs on regular TV. It'll okay. be on Hulu the day after. So if you have Hulu, which I recommend, Hulu is a pretty good one to have. But there's a lot of different stuff on there, especially I, if you like Hulu, FX shows. I, if if you if you looked at the pie chart of what my spending is on. I spend almost $70 with Hulu. Really? Yes. What with between renting things or uh just- no, I I get no ads, mm-hmm. which is kind of bullshit. Oh, well, see that's the thing I forgot. I steal my mom's Hulu. So okay, <laughs> I'm telling so, everyone to get it, but I'd have my own profile. Well, I, I gotta one. tell you, when you pay for no ads on Hulu, that's not exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um yeah so we don't have ads yeah i I never see them but i do get um you know you get the dvr uh and so you do the hulu plus live yes correct Uh, because i don't i i will not like basically i don't have any real comcast except for internet yeah same here i i have comcast only yeah so and then i think we i think we got oh in fact i know we got hbo max through hulu so Mm-hmm. You have to understand, like, I have a couple things merged into into my Hulu subscription, which, you know, again, you know, paying Peter to pay Paul or stealing from Peter to pay Paul, whichever which which way you want to call it, you know, it's I, I I'm I'm so Hulu becomes my central hub instead of Comcast mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah, so mine's YouTube TV and then you know, I pay for Netflix. I pay for Prime just for shipping, basically. But I use the use the service. Right. I use my mom's Hulu. I use my dad's key to log in for HBO. And yeah, you know, away we go. <laughs> we I think we have well. Um, see, and the thing my is, my fiance's Hulu, sister Discovery Plus log in. <laughs> I'm I'm actually surprised that your Hulu works because they actually have it tricked up so that. Uh, you know, especially on your phone, you have to make sure you log in to the Wi-Fi where your address is, because if you don't, then you can't use it. So, like, I can't share my mom's Hulu, like, in North Carolina. Like, Maybe I can't, that's kind of because you have the live. Maybe it's just because we just have the yes, regular streaming. I, that may, that may be why. the difference, yeah. So, well, yeah, no, um, well, coming out, and well, what we do in the shadows comes out September 2nd, so plenty of time to watch the 10 episodes to to get there but you will that's one of those shows that you'll start binging after you watch the first three or four so is it so is is it like five episodes a season i think no no no. i think there's 10 episodes a season okay yeah so 20 20 to 20 to get to season three um and then let's see what if the animated uh series for disney plus coming out august 23rd okay um archer august 25th two days later did you fall off Archer? No, I'm. Well, I will say I don't think that the last couple seasons have been as good, but I'm still excited for another season. Like it's kind okay. of one of it's kind of one of those shows which like like Thirty Rock or you know Parks I'll and throw Rock a couple or, episodes on every now and again yeah. just like, for shits. Yeah, the, the little uh, 
the last season they had was he had just woken up out of a coma and it was a little awkward. I think the show run, the guy that created it had left and it was kind of left in the hands of people that had worked there for a long time. So maybe there was something, some of the magic sauce was missing. Well, and Comedy Central has kind of taken a piss on itself. Yeah. And so I, I, I mean, I, I, it's kind of one of those shows where to me, a, a, a mediocre season of Archer is better than no season of Archer. You know, <laughs> like I will, okay. I'll, I'll roll with it till it's gone and I'll be happy that, you know, you know, I can always go back and watch the ones that I think are the funniest. You know, I'm not, I'm not keeping up with bad batch. Yeah, I, I have. Um, I didn't love the second to last episode. The last one was pretty good. And it's funny though, because I text my friends that watched, um clone wars and i go hey what's up with those factory workers and they're like they're not factory workers they're friends with so-and-so and i'm like oh well i didn't i didn't know and i'm just like so it, it feels like there's a lot of references going on that i don't always get um yeah. Well, I actually read one thing that was saying that they're worried that uh, they might be leaning because they, they actually I think one of the episodes they found the rancor that ends up being in Jabba's palace kind of oh, thing and they're like on. and they're saying like don't fall into the trap of like trying to uh give an origin story to everything in the universe like you don't want to get into that but but like the next episode was not about that it seemed like it tied into like some clone war stuff and you know the kind of bigger mystery of the show of like who's following these guys and who's okay. interested who you know who are the people who are the principal players that are interested in this these guys that have gone rogue and do their I, own thing i i and i just it, it wasn't for lack of interest it was just more like i just didn't have time to get into it like an into mm. it into it and because i mean i or i really did i liked the first three episodes um and then of course there is that rumor mill going around that Kathleen Kennedy's getting the Kabutsky and we might see George Lucas coming back to Lucasfilm. I don't know what, you know, and I know. I feel that like we've been hearing that forever, though. Like people hate, people seem to really hate Kathleen Kennedy. Well, she's still got to put out her female Indiana Jones. So there was a rumor that Feige was going to take it over for a while, too. And Feige came out and was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling that. I'm, I got enough to do. I'm That's busy. not his world. That's not his world. Although I think he's producing a Star Wars movie. Oh, God. But I don't think they've really even announced what it is. or So, I mean, it's probably deep cuts, like not ready to go. So, yeah, no, but Archer is what, yeah. season 11, 12, something like that. Jeez, and then um, the one that I'm kind of most intrigued with is that I know it's been in production hell. It's taken forever to get out. And I know it's a very popular comic book that I've never read is Why the Last Man. Okay, explain a little more. I believe it's Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, okay, everybody everybody goes on about Daredevil and Bendis. So go ahead. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of a post-apocalyptic world where all the men have died except this one guy, and it's you know a world full of women, and how do they interact with this one last living man? Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, is it? As is the, it mis- the, like, mis- the, the misogynist that I am. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> so, fantastic. yeah, I mean, I, I just, it, it's something that I remember always hearing about as a, as a very good comic book. And I know that it's kind of something they've always wondered, could it be filmed and it's going to be a TV show. So I think TV shows have kind of turned into the, uh, they've, they've been able to fill in that gap of the unfilmable movie kind of thing. So I'm excited to see if it's any good or not, I mean, we haven't gotten a trailer, I don't believe. So I don't know. 
I really don't know much about it other than that. I think the main character has a pet monkey, like Ross from Friends. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know if it's the same type of monkey or not. <laughs> um, I, I am looking forward to Loki. I, I know that, again, I, I, I think because I, I honestly, I'd like the character. I think Tom Hiddleston plays the character so well. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, uh, you know, of all the things that we're looking looking forward to, and I know Loki's literally like right around the corner, but I, 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 th- I think that's why I'm probably bringing it up. It just, it's just one of those situations where, you know, I hope they don't try to, again, leave open endings for other things and, and, and bridge points. Let it be what it's going to be. If, <sighs> if, if he's a great character, and even if this is where Loki really dies, I have my my side bet and let's put this down right now i'm going to lay lay the bet down that this will be the quantum leap of the mcu now if you remember quantum leap watched it with my grandma (laughs) okay sam sam is actually dead so spoiler for a tv show that that you probably a lot of people didn't watch but sam dies and he be, he's basically an angel kind of moving through time. So oh, really, does, is that, do they reveal that in the beginning okay, or the yeah, end? Right, I never just, knew that. All right, now hold on. Okay, so <laughs> there, I am extrapolating a lot of open-ended talking. And basically Sam talks to God and saying, you know, again i challenge you to watch the last episode of quantum leap and tell me different but i think that's what that's where we're going yeah it was never something i watched that religiously that i oh religiously there you go um that uh i picked up on that it's just something i remember watching with my grandma when i was a kid (laughs) i was very i was very into quantum leap and the ending at the time didn't quite have it had some gravity for me but it's had more gravity for me later um and i think it's worth it's worth looking into and i'm so what i what i I guess what i'm getting into is um i basically if 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 correct i basically spoiled loki for everyone that i believe that loki is dead he died when we saw him die however this off branch has to be rectified and the and ultimately rectifying it he has to succumb to his own death well i I think that if you look and see what marvel's got coming out here pretty soon that the whole multiverse thing angle is really going to be laid on thick i mean loki's about there's different timelines and we need to clip these branches to get the main timeline on we've got what if coming out which but what are the ramifications sam what are the ramifications of bringing timelines back together down to one? Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, there's the, the other two kind of little pieces of I mean, things that are coming up are uh, Spider-Man where there all these rumors that there's going to be bad guys Multiples. from different dimensions coming yeah. on and then different Spider-Man and stuff. And then there was also didn't some they news this really, week. All, didn't they really already do that with, with the, with the animated one? 
Oh yeah, I just think that they that was successful. So okay, the movies so are like, let's, hey, let's cash in, do it again. You know, yeah. Okay. Hey, let's okay. let's go ahead. I mean, think about especially with what they're trying to introduce pretty soon. Fantastic Four is all about skipping to different times and realities and stuff. The X Men have a myriad of characters who are from an alternate reality that came back to stop something and they stopped it and they stayed. You know, there's Bishop and Rachel and. Um, the cable and you know, just just hey, off the top me, of my let head. Let me stop you right there for just a second. So I did watch one other thing. Hmm. I watched the New Mutants. Oh, that's right. But but just before we get to okay. your New Mutants okay. stuff, come back. Is to New I, I think and the other thing that I saw was that they released a poster for uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which another thing that realities is the whole WandaVision thing. Her making okay. her own reality, yeah. maybe bringing her kids in from a different reality. Um, and then they showed this poster <clears throat> that not only had Wanda and Doctor Strange and Wong on it, but also America Chavez, who is a reality hopping superhero from the young avengers so when you put is all she that female captain america yeah okay so she's supposed to be in the movie she's already in on a poster so obviously they're getting ready for us to be like hey look at there's going to be different realities we're going to have different versions of characters show up um <clears throat> i you know and I, that's one of the things i've read about loki is that be prepared for anybody anything and anybody to be able to show up at any time or different versions and things like that so i i really think that they they are trying to get us ready for that which who knows if maybe maybe i've been wrong this whole time and that's going to how they're going to introduce mutants is they're going to have some sort of secret wars and then merge all these worlds together and then boom there's mutants just and- bring in the beyonder and stop playing around <laughs> I mean, anything. If it gets the uh, the Endgame directors back in the chair, I'm I'm all in. I I the Russo brothers can do no wrong. They came from Community. They they flipped. They they made, they took the MCU to a whole extra level that I didn't even know they could reach. You know, so whatever Sam, they want to do, Sam, I'm there, in. There, there's a saying. It's called it, it's called dance with the ones that brought you to the dance. You yep. don't have to mix and just put different people in just because some people are very, very good at what they do. And they're, they honestly understand the story. Let them do it. I almost think that they could be the next Feige off branch like if Feige was like hey look at I, I can't be everywhere all the time you guys want to let's be a brain trust you can bring those Russo brothers in and you, they can work magic on some of these stories Sam I wouldn't ask Clint Eastwood to direct Daredevil <laughs> no <laughs> okay but that's but that's my but that's that's my point is that I'm not bringing people in just to bring people in you know well, that's where Hollywood gets in trouble. They want yes. names, and it's probably this is probably the least, uh, the least like star-driven time of Hollywood. Like, it's really more about IP and finding a fit for characters. Like, it doesn't matter if somebody's a movie star. Like, we're not just going to go see Tom Cruise in a movie anymore just because he's in a movie. Like, I think those days are kind of over. Okay, where, now you're you're starting to, you're starting to, starting to. Pl- forge my case for new mutants 
Okay, well, I, I don't. And for everyone, take a drink who thought I would delay us talking about an X Men movie, but let, let's dive in because I this was one of the first movies I got to see during quarantine. I went to the drive-in to see this uh-huh. one, which going to the drive-in to watch movies that have that take place in the dark is just a ton of fun. So okay, really- <laughs> so everyone, every every everywhere across the internet said to me, "The New Mutants is garbage." It's it's a it's a shitty movie. Don't even bother. It got delayed and it was in development hell forever. It was in release hell forever. I did not hate the movie. And I didn't hate the movie less than Army of the Dead. So what I'm saying is I I real first of all, I think magic kicks ass. Mm-hmm. I like that character. In fact, the the fact that Lockheed ends up being real, I think, was extremely cool. Do I think that there were clunky parts? Yep. Do I think that there are parts that that like it didn't interconnect? Yep. But that's okay for me because it was like this is the excellent branch off point for you to you've discussed X Men in the movie. It it felt like and it actually had a actually a cohesive beginning middle and end mm-hmm. in my mind and it 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 gave me a, a leap off point there was you know the uh, the diverse characters and i'm not saying diverse in a friggin like like token kind of way i'm saying it felt like the new mutants that i had read in the comics sunspot Wolfsbane, you know, and Magic and Cannonball. I, I thought they were all kick ass. Yeah, I, I, I thought that movie could have used a punch up. You know, the dialogue's a little clunky. Yes. Um, you know, I, was, I actually just watched the. Uh, I, I would have loved if it was a it was a straight horror movie, and it was trying to get there. Yeah, I think they got halfway there. It could have maybe done a little, did a little bit of reshoots. Although I think a lot of those characters aged up a little bit between when the movie was actually shot and when oh, yeah. it came out. So there would have been some problems there. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I just, I would have, I, I think sometimes the dialogue kind of gets me is where I think that it could have used a little, the, there's some parts where it's just like, Oh, so these two are boyfriend and girlfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend now, because they looked at each other from across. Like I didn't really buy their, their fault. You don't each have other to, I don't have to have it. I don't have to have all I's dotted and T's crossed. Mm-hmm. You but can no. imply things, and that is okay. Yeah, you don't have to make it overt. But yeah, that could have been magical. more subtle. Maybe yeah, like, like it, they didn't have to be like an item by the end of the movie. No, like they did. No, um, you know, would have been more interesting if the the um, you know the therapy sessions maybe were a little more real yes. and showed these people's like trauma and everything. Yeah. But but I will say, you know, it was. To me, it was a treat seeing some characters that I've always wanted to see. You know, like we talk about fictional Sam's. Sam Guthrie is one of my favorite. Like he was one of those yeah. guys that got promoted to X Men when I was reading it, and it kind of blew my mind because I was just like, "Oh, I knew all these characters as X Men. I didn't know that like people got like brought up like to the big leagues." Well, and, <laughs> and I didn't so, I didn't realize that Sam got injured because he couldn't he couldn't really land his power. 
yeah, like he doesn't really know how to use it yet. So I like that, that aspect of these are people learning how to use their powers. They don't really know exactly how to focus them and use them correctly. Just not, you know, some more than others. Um, you know, even, even the fact that uh, Sam is usually the leader of it, but he's kind of a soft-spoken Southern kid. There's yeah. a part where he like looks over and he's like, Birdo, nut up. And I'm like, they see like, that's, the, that's a good way of showing that he's the leader without being like the, I'm the leader and I'm standing on the rock telling everybody what to do, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of thing. So, you know, there, there was some, there was really some stuff I liked about it. Like I liked, you know, Wolfsbane in it. Um, I liked the way, it was kind of neat seeing visually what it would look like him, bl- him blasting around as cannonball. And yes, I, I like on the a way chain. They, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool the way they visualized it and how like, sometimes it's not necessarily, it's not always him flying directly at you. Like in the comic books and sometimes it's just and, him, like, and, and the reason maybe, I bring like, this up bowling, is because bowling was, over a door or something like that, you know, it's on Amazon prime now. So that's why I bring this up because that's, that's, that's how I saw it. Well, maybe I have to go come back to it. Cause like I said, I saw it at the drive-in where, it's not the best audio. It's not the best visual. And I, you know, I think I should give it a second chance. Cause I, I definitely don't think it's nearly as bad as people kind of lambasted it for, but no. I also think I was kind of in the bag of like, Oh, these are characters I've always wanted to see on screen. And I was excited to, to know that they eventually wanted to have like cable come in and take them over and lead them. And they were going to add care. I think that like the one thing that I think would have, made it better was that they were supposed to have um who's the alien warlock oh my gosh if they had warlock and and um i can't remember the guy he he bonds with um doug uh something yeah warlock I remember they become doug lock because I, I can't remember yeah doug I mean, ramsey maybe yeah it, i think i think you're absolutely right because it, when they merge up and like even warlock says i remember reading this in a comic that i have you know like we can't merge like this all the time because if we do eventually like we, we won't, we'll, we will be inseparable. There won't be Doug or Warlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So I think that would have been a cool addition. But that, that was the miss. That yeah, was the, so miss. I, I think that's where they got a little cold feet on it. And, you know, obviously the director couldn't quite make the movie he wanted to. So I, I, I think that they had some cool casting, um, well, look, yeah. they, they, well, and the worst part about it is the casting that they did for the—I I can't remember the actress's name—that um, does that does uh, magic. Queen's Gambit. Uh, yeah, she, uh, Anya she's, Taylor. Yeah, yeah she's unaccessible. She, she's she's unattainable now. Yeah, no, that, that'd be like when they got Jennifer Lawrence to play Mystique, and they got to just yeah. keep walking her into sequel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. she's unattainable, and and the, that's and that's the worst part is is like, I she embodies that character so well yeah that it was just it it was really i I, it i was just pumped with you know even and the effects i think are very very decent and especially when she puts on her armor and and she gets the soul sword thing Mm -hmm. i I think i could have used 10 to 20 percent less accent on her and amazing williams maybe but but i mean like that's again you're like you're right you're being a little nitpicky for a movie that really had trouble getting out it's it's and it's short it's not like you're sitting there checking your watch like it's a Zack snyder movie going how um many, oh, we got 45 minutes left if you can't tell a story in an hour and a half then you need to rewrite it mm-hmm. so yeah no i i and it, and it you know i don't want to spoil i guess we could spoil it for people but it's it's you know it, it's got some ties i remember that's one of the things i remember it had that i thought it was weird they had footage from 
Logan in it. And I'm like, wait, isn't Logan supposed to be in the future? Uh, it's the footage that he gets from the, uh, from the lady that breaks out. Um, that breaks out. Uh, little girl Wolverine. I yeah. Yeah. X 13 or whatever. Yeah, X 23 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That breaks her out. Remember he's like looking at the cell phone footage, that same footage as some of the footage they see in the, uh, in the new mutants. So, well, then I guess we can say the new mutants are in the future. Maybe. I don't know. Well, that's, they ain't coming back, at least not for a while. They'll, they'll, they'll come back when whatever, whatever iteration of the X-Men's contracts run out with Marvel in seven to eight movies from now. Yeah. I, all I'm saying is that I think, I think that that movie got a bad rap and I don't, I, I think, I think it's better than, than it was initially dubbed at. I mm-hmm. think it's, I think it's worth looking at. Well, you know, it had some, I remember the other cheap movie thing it had was that like Cecilia Reyes is like the only person at the facility. There's not an orderly or a janitor. It's, or, uh, look, it's, it is, it is a, I, I'm, I'm going to go on record again as saying, I don't think that there's a problem with doing something small mm-hmm. and like, you know, essentially there's a few sets and doing an interesting story. Is the story perfect? No, but you know, you could, you don't have to spend a ton of money to have something of quality. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I just think, I just think that there's, there's times where you could show them. I don't know. You just, you just, like I said, I, easy little rewrites here or there. I think are those little things that could fix that. Um, you know, you have, you just maybe have a lot of the sessions be in the, uh, in the, uh, therapy and that was that was a fox movie if i'm not mistaken yeah it was it was a fox man uh, because yeah production so that's why it doesn't really make a ton of sense that's why there's there's scenes from logan in it when they're look when they're realizing that uh the essex corporation is running it not the x-men yeah Yeah. um you know let's get some magic can teleport but she won't teleport on the other side of the force field you know there's just weird little little things like that but like i said i think underneath that there's a, there's a good movie in there that just it probably got foxed a little bit and you know they they, they got this guy to sign on and then they they hacked away one of his major characters and yeah. said oh that's too expensive and he was like well okay well here's what I got for you you know so I think that's why I appreciate kind of knowing how the sausage is made with some of these because it doesn't just go like oh they made a bad one of these now i'm not going to see them anymore it's like well no i understand the circumstances as how this thing was made and now it doesn't mean i won't see another josh moon movie or another fox movie but it also means that it's like you know if i see something's having trouble getting produced you feel like "Mm, okay well don't get too excited you know and if if you go in this with modified expectations then you'll be you'll probably be pleasantly surprised i think so i think so because i think if you if you go into it and just kind of distance yourself from what you've heard and mm-hmm. just just take a look at it I, i'm I'm curious what what anybody would feel about it I, I, the other thing is that I wasn't that surprised as to what the the evil scary thing was yeah <laughs> kind of knew I mean I, I, I think that's, that's, that's part of knowing the comics though yeah and I, and I think that was that was I think that was half of the problem mm-hmm. and again that's a lot. Um, but I, that, you know, people had a problem with, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a certified big bad. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't think you always need that. No. Like, I mean, think about this. The big bad could have been all their traumas. So if you, if, like I said, you, you put a little bit more into the writing of like those therapy sessions and maybe a little less. Magic's faux. big bads were scary as hell. Yeah, well, heck, even the uh, Wolfsbane, where she had the creepy priest that yeah. was like, you know, obviously sure. abusing her or whatever. So, I, I think that if you, heck, you 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 make it twenty percent more um, spotlight, you know, where you just focus on these people's trauma rather than trying to make it, you know, Hollywoody type of thing, and you you have a little headier movie and it's, you know, maybe that's the thing is they, they didn't want it to be, they wanted a superhero thing that they would make a billion dollars. They're like, Whoa, people won't understand characters. And and they didn't know how to sell it. They didn't know how to sell it. Nobody understands trauma. Right. Meanwhile, here's WandaVision all about trauma. (laughs) Correct. And then everybody shat on that. And I, I still, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little perplexed on that. Yeah. I, I think that people's expectations are out of whack right now. I, I think you're you're absolutely correct. I think everything's expecting the next Marvel thing to have a bunch of different cameos and a bunch of different Easter eggs. And there are some, and I think there's ones that we're not looking at and not realizing like, oh, like, you know, what's going on with Sharon Carter? Where's Steve Rogers? Like, yeah, they're, Sam, they're, they're leaving yeah. the cookie crumbs for us, but it's maybe just not the ones that we want. Like people are going into it and be like, I want to know what's going on with this guy. And, then, and it's like, when they don't find out, they're all of a sudden they're like, this show sucks. And it's like, well, does the show suck? Or did you just maybe come in with some weird set of like expectations? Like, I mean, I, I think we all went into Endgame and Infinity War being like, I want to see this. I want to see that. I want to see like, this is the last time I'm going to see some of these characters. So if I don't see them do this, I'll be disappointed. And they hit on so many levels of, and even things you didn't know you wanted to see. Like you didn't know you wanted to see Tony Stark get to hug his dad while he was time traveling, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, or that you were going to see Jarvis in the background holding the door open for him, you know, just little shit like that, that you're like, oh, they, they hit on so many levels that all of a sudden people are like, okay, well, Scarlet Witch and WandaVision, I want to see Wonder Man in there and I want to see Pietro and I want to see that. And it's like, they, they zig and zag a little bit and then people are disappointed because their predictions didn't come true or they're a little like- See, we, we, Sam, happens. we live on the moon and we get to look at things at a different level and mm-hmm. a different height. And it, it completely, in fact, in, in fact we're, we're completely out of the atmosphere. Well, we only watch, we don't interfere. So. Exactly. <laughs> and so- we're allowed to, we 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 allow ourselves to take things in we can we can talk about them we can say well maybe that was a miss but you know we don't we don't have to we don't we don't have to get involved at all mm-hmm. it's our duty not to get involved <laughs> that's true it's <laughs> kind of watchers. our mandate yeah, yeah. besides uh, that yeah. when we when we walk around you know in public streets with our big fat heads it 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 you know no it's 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 a problem. It's hard for me to find profit hats. <laughs> Indeed, I can understand that. That's what's what's why I wear buffs. Oh God, yeah, that's, I, I can't even buy a trucker hat. It doesn't fit. It won't stay snapped. It never worked for me. Oh, so sad. So well, on sad. that, I guess we're on Loki watch. I'm counting down. We'll see if I stay up till midnight the night it comes out. We'll of course you, know. you will, because you're Sam, and that's that's what that's what I expect from you. Whoa. So <laughs> what 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 I'm going to do is you're going to do that. You're going to text me a few th- pieces of information. Then I will watch it uh, like a normal human being at lunchtime. 
<laughs> I, might, I might wait till the next morning. I don't know. Are my oh, schedules shit. my schedules changed a little bit with my uh, my fiance. No way. A new a Calm regular, down. regular You'll hours. do it. Well, she used to work night. She used to work and get off at like eleven o'clock at night, so I would stay up and I'd be up anyways. Now she's going to bed at ten o'clock at night, so my 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 schedule's changing up a little bit. So okay, so do you want me to take the over under on that on that bet? I mean, I'll probably watch it. Okay, Sam, <laughs> I think it's, it's I think premiere. it's time to it's land premiere. land the ship, and well, we've got to actually close the doors at, on the moon. Yeah, so Steve Rogers has alerted us that uh, we're about to we're about to lose our daylight. It's time to it's time to tuck in, time to settle in for the night. Um, so thanks everybody for listening. Um, I can't wait to see what we're going to get up with Loki, and we'll we'll be giving you our episode one thoughts next week. I'm sure. Sounds fantastic. I'm ready for it. Yeah, bring it. Later, guys. Bye. Thank you.